Welcome to this episode of the Fan Men Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. How's everyone doing? Fabulous. <laughs> well, sir. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're actually not going to talk about movies or TV or any of that stuff or comic book characters this month, this week. We're going to uh, dive into the, uh, I guess, the not fine, not so finer points of collecting. Ah, <laughs> uh, the dirty underbelly. The dirty underbelly. Yes, yes. The the dark web of collecting. I guess yeah. you could say. Um, so I'm going to kick it over to Sean. Let Sean start this one off because. So so I I believe we've talked about it here and there over the the last several months, but I've been thinking for a while about trying to sell some parts of my comic collection in particular, um, primarily because the closet with the shelves that I keep my comics on is over capacity. So I I have probably two or three thousand comics that are boxed and spread around my office when they really should all be put away on the shelves. And so I've been thinking about, you know, I know there's large segments of my collection that I don't want to keep anymore or aren't core to what I have as goals. And it's just been kind of hard to figure out how to approach that. Well, over the last few months, things have taken a turn for us where I actually need money not just space. And that's kind of brought up some interesting things about the fun and pathology and sickness and addiction of collecting good way of putting it. that I thought would be interesting to, to put together now that I'm actually stuck trying to pull some cash out of the vast collection that I've acquired. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about um, before getting into that, I did want to give somebody a shout out. Um, uh, one of, uh, one of our Canadian, uh, tell him Steve, Dave fellow fans, uh, for color demon for life, uh, Steven, I think it's Gree cause he's Canadian, but it could be Greece or Gris or Grice. So I apologize, Steven. Um, but it's a fantastic, warm, funny dude, very talented. He's done some cool, uh, uh, Smodcast stickers yeah. and some other Super things. Yeah. Um, recently, DJ and I, mostly without Chris's participation, <laughs> have been uh, been you know kind of developing our own legend of Chris Davis. Um, we talk about always wanting to be Chris Davis, right? Chris Davis has all the money. Chris Davis travels to all the places and does all God, the I things. Wish this legend was true. It's, it don't don't confuse us. I'm with, not going to ruin with it your for you. facts. No, We're get... talking about truth, Chris. I'm <laughs> and and with the recent new wave of Kevin Smith jerseys hitting eBay to uh, raise additional funds for the Great Wayne Foundation, um, you know, there's been been a new round of of fun ribbing. Of, of Chris's auction prowess uh, because of course almost all the Jersey first bids were from a certain Chris Davis. Yeah, I don't know if there's so much prowess is more of a smash and grab mission. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a shotgun approach, yeah. but I forget, you know, so sometime recently uh, DJ and I were kind of tweeting about, in fact, I don't even think we started it. I think it was somebody else either on Facebook or Twitter. So I think it was Brian Stoner. Yeah, yeah. That's he right. made a comment. That's right. It might have been Stoner. I think it was like saying like, I don't know exactly how you put it. He said something to the effect of that <laughs> you have to, to run out of money eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was something, well, you have to run out of money eventually. <laughs> so and, like, and I've n- You have no idea, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. 
So there are some funny tweets. So if you look, you know, if you look on uh, Twitter and, you know, find some of our tweets, you may, may see this, but I, I wanted to pay a special shout out and, and provide a reading of a poem that Stephen on the fly in seconds put out that, that I thought was great and kind of put a cap on the thread. He said, cry out all you people, the man, the wife, the kid who long for memorabilia but have swiftly been outbid. Alas, they click too slowly, despite their chomping at the bit. For in swoops the Chris Davis, and your paltry sums ain't shit. So, shout out to Stephen. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. taking the time, yeah. sir. Yeah, we really that appreciate was amazing. that. Chris is good on eBay. You gotta... <laughs> He's so you good. Definitely he, put a smile on my face. He's so good. He buys shit. He'd even want to buy. That's how good he is. <laughs> it's actually motivated me to not. I, I don't even try to bid on things because, I, in my head, you win everything. I know that's not true, but no, it doesn't matter. It helps me. No. To be fair, anytime Jamie puts out something, yeah, I do try to support the Wayne Foundation as oh, yeah. much as I can. Jamie Walton, um, the the primary force behind the Wayne Foundation, and the first thing when these things come up. In general, I'll go throw a bid on each one. Absolutely. Just to start driving up and just start, get those numbers moving. Mm -hmm. I I put some bids in. um, This time I am getting my ass kicked, (laughs) but that's good. That means there's a ton more money going into the charity. Absolutely. So if I could have been a small part of that to help drive it up, I'm happy to have done it. Though I do like the thought of you and DJ bidding against each other. I'm out on this round. Yeah, it's already too much. Well, I mean, I only ever bought one jersey he wanted, but it was only after he said he was done. That's right. And it wasn't. To be fair, I I said I was staying out of the way until he tapped. And when it was the Mysterio one, oh yeah, I knew, I knew I was getting the one I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew what was coming, so I say I I'll go I'll go in when I know there's some up there that Chris already has. Yeah, he knew I had that Mysterio one shortlisted. Yeah, no, I know he did. I say with with the, with the Kevin Warren jerseys, I have other colors. I don't have one of the. I, I'll say I have a golden age and a silver age Kev. I don't have a new fifty two Kev, which is like the black and red ones. <laughs> I hope to get one of those, but we'll have to see how it goes. It's going to be a it's, long process, but it's a good kickoff for the collection. Yeah, conversation we'll though, because this is something that's definitely taking the place of some of the other things. Yeah, this is bigger than like the books or anything, like. At this point, the books are more going through the motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pull list is there. The number of issues that I'm actually reading Very has dwindled. Small. Yeah. I mean, there's really only a couple titles, if that. Yeah. And some of that's a time issue. Yeah. But yes, this has kind of been, this has kind of replaced some of the other collecting things where yeah. this is the focus. I'm just building a closet of yeah. jerseys at this yeah. point. Yeah. Because this is the end of it. There's no, they're not, you know. Right. They're, yeah, so, wait, wait until he develops, you know, I think uh, the last custom blazers, custom cloth blazers, or, you know. I'm just waiting for the Necker props. Chiefs from, or, uh, the or props from the new movie. Yeah, the props oh, yeah. from the reboot. Yep. Just throw a piece of that glass from Brody's shop. Oh, yeah. That'll be hanging in my office. Yeah. So, James no, and Bob's reboot is filming uh, starting, starting tomorrow. 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 We're mere hours away. Yep. The first uh, picture came out of the Brody secret stash. Yep. I'm hoping, like, I, I, th- I found it weird that they're not doing those scenes in the actual secret stash. So is it like, a, yeah, but, is it a second store? Did he like? No, it's, it's real. It, it's, it's simple, right? You've put all your locations as close to pos, you know, as close together as possible. Mm-hmm. They're filming in New Orleans and LA and they're, they're doing a couple exteriors yeah. at the quick stop, I believe. 
Yeah, that that would make sense. You're right. So they could pull a few there, but it's easier to to just. But a lot of this is a cost thing too. Yeah. Um, it's when you take the money, when you take the tax breaks from Louisiana mm-hmm. and you're finding this with the extras and everything, yeah. there are requirements that, and it came up in the conversation with Ralph last week. Oh, yeah. He has to jump through hoops to be able to do a cameo in Louisiana. Yeah. They may actually film his in Los Angeles. Really? Because they want, Hey, we're going to let you make the movie for free. Use you Louisiana. don't get to bring everybody else in right. and not give anything back yeah. to the community. Interesting. They want, you'll, if you go, you'll probably see a bunch of kids from like Tulane and LSU yep. and mm-hmm. those will be the people that are Interesting. acting as extras. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do that. Like what, what's that scene going to entail? Is it like I said, did the first stash like fold? Is it a second one? Is, you know, well, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's going to be when, interesting. When you and Chris both somehow end up going to filming in one or more locations and being in the film, leaving me behind, we'll discuss that. Not me. For now, let's talk about collecting, right? Yeah. I know you, DJ, you've got pops, comics, wrestling, um, you know, weapons, action figures, action figures yep. statues. Chris has all those plus sports memorabilia and- I'm one of those, yeah, it's definitely a new and shiny. Yeah. Ooh. You've got some nice like gone. original art and prints and things like that. You got a lot of prints too, DJ. Yeah. For me, it's been primarily comics for the last 10 years. Um, I do have a lot of kind of Batman stuff and a few other things on the shelves. Um, but, but each of us, I think has a common drive to collect. And there's a lot of, you know, I think we talked about this when we originally started the podcast. There's a lot of reasons for it, right? I'm a bit of a completionist. So once I start collecting something that has a series to it, like a comic or a movie or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's really comics. I don't like having an issue of one and a two and a four. I want issue three. Yeah. With all the variants or multiple printings, I don't want just the A cover. I want the B cover. The and I want the second print and the third. And, yeah. and this is stupid, right? There's no claim that it's not some kind of sickness or eccentricity that drives compulsion. us to do that. It's a compulsion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But... But it gets weirder when I realize as I'm trying to decide what really defines my collection and what I want to get rid of, it, it's it's fighting those compulsions, you know, getting over the feeling like, well, if I get rid of this, then it devalues this that I'm keeping or, you know, what have you. It's, it's, That's it's an interesting thing. The... So some, some discussion in the press in the last couple of days or in... in in general fan discussions about uh, DC talking about potentially pulling back on the number of comics they're putting out. There's certainly been a lot of industry discussion about more and more comic book shops closing, mm-hmm. too many variants, too many number ones. A lot of it focuses on Marvel, who is, you know, printing ridiculous numbers of, of things. Which no one is buying. Right. And for that, no reason. They're printing it for just for no reason. Well, somebody's buying it. The comic shops are. Yeah, the comic shops right. is why yeah. they're yeah. going under. Yeah. So all that fits into the the context of- As we're talking here, oh, Steven, Steven himself sent us a voice message. <laughs> let's uh, let's <laughs> Do we see. play it live on air? Yeah. Uh, he's actually, I'll, I'll try to play it live on air. Gris. Oh, it's Gris. I don't know if, could you oh, hear that? Yes, correctly. Okay. Well, you did. Gris. 
Okay, <laughs> so it's Stephen it. Chris. Just know, Stephen, because so, I love you most. I apologize for butchering it. Um, and and again, thank you for the the poem. Um, so it was tremendous, <laughs> sir. And thank you for reaching out while recording. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually. So I just I just you know wrote him back and and told him I played his message. So <laughs> hopefully it uh, it comes across. Um, but. Yeah, so with all this stuff going on, you know, there's lots of voices of doom of the, oh, the industry is going to implode. We're back in the 90s. There's too many variants. There's too many number ones and crossovers. That's, I think that's it's, not new. It, the ebbs and flows. Yeah. The advent of the movies back with that first Iron Man kind of brought yeah. in another golden Wait. age and yeah. built up the convention scene and all of that. Mm-hmm. You're, we've talked about this offline yeah. for well over a year. You're yeah. at the saturation point. Well, which is interesting this because has to break. particularly uh, you weren't buying as many comics, uh, DJ, but Chris and I, I mean, you know, when shortly after Chris and I met, you know, back in, I think it was like 2013 or something. Yeah, somewhere there. Um, he introduced me to what I consider to be my local comic yep. shop, the, the Hall of Comics. We talk about them often. Yep. And I think in the early days, you know. I like to flatter myself into thinking that, you know, Chris and I were a couple of the, the bigger, you know, pull list guys. Um, I don't want to talk about the numbers on a weekly or monthly basis, but, uh, you know, but a lot. And, and I was, you know, uh, any image number one and every DC number one. And I think for a while I was getting every cover price variant that DC was doing, which was often, you know, on the order of 30 to 50 a month issues, right? I mean, just a lot of- Every variant run? Yeah. Yes, clearly Mm -hmm. I want one of everything and- Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was, was I reading those? No, and in fact, I got behind years ago. So almost every issue that I'm buying, it's either for the cover art or for like Batman and Detective, it's to continue a run that reaches back 50 plus years. Checking a box. Yeah, it's checking a box. and and so right now going through the, through this reevaluation process of I can read digitally almost anything I want um, that doesn't take storage takes less money certainly is less headache yep. less gas and time yep. <laughs> to get mm-hmm. it um, so really why am I buying and fighting my own compulsions mm-hmm. um, and that's that's tough and interesting I know you've been going through DJ you know. Your your pride at we're almost in our third month of the year. Mm-hmm. Haven't purchased a Funko Pop, which is traditionally part of your eight million dollars a month of expenditure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And people talk about the Chris Davis. Yeah, well, yeah. you but yeah, I just he 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 he. DJ's been pumping this this legend up a lot to cover for himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have a very understanding wife, so she gets it. Yeah, yeah. I not me not so much as yeah. some people have heard. Um, <laughs> Plus, if we had the legend of DJ, he might be dead. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I, Chris has better stuff than me. It's just, it is what it is. I have a lot of stuff, but I can, you know. See, my view is it's, by by you creating this podcast and we have this little kind of family unit, mm-hmm. we now own what Chris owns, right? So I feel you like- You can come visit the museum yeah, whenever you right? want. I mean, I- I, you go, know, I go pet the pinball machine. That's like, half, I like a pinball machine. That's half, it's the, the compulsion though, right? So, this brings me to an interesting point with this. It is a compulsion. Yes. It is. And oh, yes. what, at least for me personally, what ends up happening is 
I get bored very quickly Mm -hmm. with collecting one thing. Like the collecting of the comics became very mechanical a while back. And I noticed it myself in the length of time it takes me to go clean out my box. It's what used to be one or two times a week Mm -hmm. is now every two weeks. Yep. Or if I'm traveling, oh, you know, I'll get there on Monday. Yeah. It's not that, hey, I got to swing in. And I still enjoy the interaction. I still like going and hanging out with the guys. But you don't get excited for new comic book day anymore. It's like, oh, I can't wait to read this. It doesn't move the needle. Well, it it, it shifts from that, right? There's there's the part of the compulsion that's like the rat hitting the the bar for a pellet, Mm -hmm. right? Where you do get pleasure of looking through the stack and seeing, I mean, the, the cover art's awesome. The, yeah. the various story arcs, things but I mean, are cool. You're much the same person. How many yeah. times do you go, that stack hits a counter and you're doing, okay, yeah. I mean, those oh, yeah. are the ones that yeah. are on the list. And Yeah. And so it starts to get replaced or balanced by shame in, I'm not going to read these. You know, this is just adding to the time I have to spend to file and bag and board and put away. And I need that time and that money. You know, it's, it's starting to shift shift for me, which is a good and healthy thing, but it's also interesting to, you know, I mean, I'm fortunate to, to have money coming through that I can make stupid decisions with, but, but the necessity of making smarter decisions is, is, you know, it's starting to come up and even that starting like, so I wouldn't say any of us at this table are, you know. We, we're not loaded by any stretch of the imagination. We all have- The big, Chris Davis is, but Chris Davis at this table is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the all capitals Chris Davis. The all capitals yeah. Chris yeah. Davis, yeah. But we all have, you know, a good steady job where we make, you know, decent livable wage, all that stuff. Yeah. But the problem is too, is that on top of just all the other things, it's because, I'm trying to think, because collecting and- nerd stuff and comic books and Star Wars and all that stuff. It's all so much more socially acceptable now. Oh, yeah. And people using revenue streams. So you're looking at $5 piece comic books. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars figures aren't $6.99 anymore. They're $11.99 or $12.99 or $22 for the Black Series. Funko Pops aren't $10. They're, you know, they're $12 or $15 for exclusives now. Yeah. No, the, excellent point. The money is drying up because they're, yeah. they're, they're, like, they're, they're charging so much for this shit now. It's like you can't, well, and I think you hit the operative word, like 90% of it is shit. It's stuff you collect yeah. because it's something that means something to you, but Sean's running into it right now. And this is kind of like, you kind of alluded to some of the stuff I have. My focus tends to shift to, I'd rather have two big things than 50 small things that then I got to figure out where the fuck to put them. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I, that's uh, after the momentary, oh my God, this is cool. Awesome. It went on a shelf and I don't even look at the fucking thing right. anymore. Yeah. I, I'm just now, I think, and maybe just because, like, okay, I'm, I understand I'm the youngest one at this table. Like, we were just talking about upstairs. The he hun- says it like Throw it, that in yeah, all the time. Yeah, well, just, no, because you, if I, when hey, I we've put made it, it this far, okay, fucker? Because when, no, because when I finish the sentence, you guys will give me shit for it, but I <laughs> no, am- You don't have to, you're already getting shit. <laughs> now you can, just going to get worse. The, uh, the, the camping outside of stores oh, for yeah, Pops yeah. and the yeah. tracking down variants and chases, and I just, I, I have hit the- sp- the, the spot where I am just, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. The, concept, that's, the idea of waiting in line. Yeah. Right. And another that thing, is. another thing too is like with, um, with Toys R Us. Our problem. Yeah. yeah. We'll spend five extra bucks to buy it online or 10 extra bucks yeah. later yep. than to get up and wait in line. And with Toys R Us gone now, yeah, it takes, so now you're dealing with other stores. So Toys R Us was 
a toy store and the one we had near us wasn't too bad as far as like the employees mm-hmm. hoarding stuff because the guy who ran it was was kind of against it. Yep. So now I'm relegated to places like Target and Walmart who don't give a shit about toy collectors. They just whip the stuff around. So oh, everything's yeah. beat to piss. You can't yep. get anything in mint condition it's anymore. Inventory. Mm-hmm. It's just inventory. So that on top of, you know, you have some expense stuff going on. Yeah. Chris has the new house going up right now. Yeah. I got the Good kid point. going to college in the fall. So it's like uh-huh. when when you take all the variables, it's like it's just it's I'm not saying it's like over. I'm never buying anything ever again, but <laughs> No, it will it will swing. It is, yeah. And like I'm kind of like getting the focus will just go. It will. You may get away from it for a little while. I was away from comics for decades. Yeah. yeah. I mean I had sold the entire collection. Yeah. Just like, purged it all. Yeah, like I can say I can say safely three and three quarter in Star Wars figures for me is dead. Yeah. I'm never I'm done. done. Yeah. I'm never buying another one again. They are not made well anymore. The sculpts suck. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black series, I might pick up one or two here or there if it's like a character I don't have. Yep. See now that's a perfect example. Remember when they came out with the when they first re released those larger Yeah. I Got all Chris. Oh my God. I got the Vader set. Went around and got that first thing. Yep. It's sitting in a frigging tub. I didn't even look at them. And they've put them back out five or six more times. It's, so they're, they're, they're uh, value. The thing was like, one thing I've, I've, my, one of my bigger problems was the, I'm a worry wart. I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I have, look, look, they have, you know, Grand Animal Thrawn on the peg. Him? Really? Yeah. And I'm going to buy one because I need one. But shit, what if I accidentally drop it on the floor and bend the corner? I'll never have to, I'll never find another one in the store. I'm going to buy all three of them just yeah. in case something happens to the other two. That's kind of going away now. Well, the that, doubles and the triples. That's definitely good. But that some of the stuff you said and some of the stuff Chris said reminded me another thing I wanted to touch on. So completionist and, and collection, you know, collecting and, and for a completionist hoarding type of thing is one thing. But let's talk about speculation or the aspects of when you talk quality, that's not just, yeah, I want to have the perfect quality on my shelf. There's there's a, a driver in the last several decades of culture since Beanie Babies and, and other Mm -hmm. things where, oh, if I keep it pristine, you know, mint on card, Mm -hmm. new in box sealed, you are, you're preserving, you know, and ensuring future value. And I tried to, as I sped up in the last, you know, since about 2011, spending more and more time and money on comics, I tried to very carefully not view it as investment. Right. I wanted to keep it and preserve it in quality because I like well-preserved old things. Now, see, that's, you're different from most collectors in that aspect. So here's the, there's a weird dichotomy of the collector, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody, they want to buy the thing and keep it in that mint condition yeah. because it has some monetary value. Right. When if they were being honest with themselves, they're never going to sell it to maximize that monetary value. Right. It's going to be worthless by the time they determine well, to get rid of it. Yes. That's statistically true, but it's also, it also gets to one of the, the weird things of the boom and bust it's collecting the boom and the, the small number of things that get huge to drive interest in the thing, you know, articles in the finance world about the investing value of comics and, you know, things like this. By the time you hear about this stuff and you start pumping money, the value's already been priced out or, you know, you know. I, I've been getting every, you know, generally every cover of every image comics, number one for the past several years. Mm-hmm. Now that's a few of those have resulted in me having one that has, you know, gone up in value, yeah. but it went up in value and I didn't turn around and sell it. 
And many of those then come back down to being worth, worth less than what right, I paid for. So the yeah. fact that I hit in my shotgun approach, you know, something that could have been the next Walking Dead number one, doesn't matter. Yeah. You hit on paper. I hit on paper. And, it's and like trying to explain the stock market to your parents. Right. Yeah. Look at how much it went up. Yeah. I've been getting all the Middleton covers and now the Archerm covers of Batgirl and Supergirl and all these. And yes, a few of those are worth well over cover. Yeah. You know, some of the Batgirl Middleton ones are, are they're all gorgeous. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're yeah. yeah. And you so buying them for the art. Yeah. I love them for the art, but part of why I started getting them wasn't for the art. It was also for the, oh shit, that's, that's valuable. He's I can turn Hulk around person. and tell yeah. that yeah. for, you know, I bought it for four bucks and I can sell it for 50 bucks. But if I don't, I'm not, you know, the fact is, if I like the art, nothing prevents me from downloading and printing or papering a, my house with high-res versions of all. I can yeah. see you can it in a digital. Right. And so is it is it worth holding it? And it's it's in a bag and a board and sitting in the back of my closet. Yeah. So, so that's part of what I'm struggling with now is why am I, you know, if 90% of what's in my poll box every week at the hall is stuff that A... If I read it, I probably won't be reading it for five or 10 years and I'll probably read it digitally or B, well, it fits, you know, it fits some scheme that I've got for collecting. Just, it, it's really, oh, and, and part of it is honestly, um, I am, I'm providing commerce to a small business run by guys I like, mm -hmm. respect. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a relationship there. That's, of course it's economic and I understand that, but I mean, in a world of Amazon and, mm -hmm. and digital, I believe. No, in, there's a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But, but now that I, I actually need money for my family, <laughs> you yeah. know, I, yeah. I, I do have to, to really yeah. look at those things. It's tough. Cause like, I say, yeah, everything it's, it's, I think a lot of stuff, you know, you talk about you know the the price gouging and the people like tell one thing that I hate the most is when I'm at the store and I see that fucking asshole like over in the pop section just mm -hmm. scanning all the barcodes with his Amazon app to figure which ones he can try to flip. Mm -hmm. I want to punch. I I want to punch those people in the face. Says I hate the that guy shit. who flipped eight hundred dollars worth of pops a couple of weeks ago. Traded. Ah. Oh no! Wait, I, mean, no, I, no I just, you I just also, cash. But home. I sold. Every and he only came back with two. Yes. They were all for those. they were all doubles and triples, and yeah. everything I sold, I sold for under pop price guide. It's like right. back days, yes. Yeah. So I'm not like, you know, the people that go into like Target when something new comes out and buy all ten of them, then put them on eBay on the, oh, yeah. in the parking lot. I fucking hate those people. Yeah, I you know it was like, and I had no choice. The wife maybe or some, like the. <laughs> the big 10 inches and stuff like that. They were just, they were taking up way too much room. Your wife made, your wife doesn't like the big 10, 10 inches? inches. No, she doesn't. Oh. Nope. No, she's nope. 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 She's, she's happy with the good old fashioned three and a half inch ones. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was three and three and three quarter. You know, there's only you who know the exact I got, I, I got this really good tea at home. That's the um, scale of the figures. Uh, Chris Davis. Sure. Sure. Um, I saw those bedroom eyes you were giving them. <laughs> fucked up. But, um, it is, it's just the, the, we talk about, you know, I, I mean, so you guys were a little older back in the nineties. Oh, Jesus again. I was, what I'm saying, but you guys probably, you guys probably experienced the, no, I'm, I'm getting, yeah. getting to the point when, when, when everything collapsed comic wise in the nineties, mm -hmm. you guys probably had a little bit of a different experience than I did. I was, I was not, you were out of it? I was yeah. out of it by then. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was in it hard. I was doing I, image I, books yeah. and X-Men books and it was, oh, no. in, it was insane. No, I'd 
bounced before like the Jim Lee X-Men or anything yeah. like that. But you had in, in like the worst, like my area, the only thing that survived was that entertainment. Everything else was yeah. just one night. They were all gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. I was like, you know, 12 or whatever. I had no, I was like, because they bought I mean, inventory that they could not sell. We're old enough to remember when Newbury Comics was actually a comic store. Yeah. Well, that was so. You would go into the Natick shop and it was just long yeah. box after long box. I went to box. college in 89. So 89 through 94 uh, in, in Cambridge, there was a Newbury Comics in the huh? student center. And while I, I didn't buy any comics, I bought CDs there. Mm-hmm. And I bought, I think that's where I first bought a Watchmen trade paperback probably and i might have bought some sandman trades and i think maybe killing joke and you know but trades so i you know but that that whole pop culture thing yeah but they survived because they had such a a swing towards pop culture and music at that point i don't know how the fuck they're still around honestly store is useless now store yeah it's People that are collecting pops. Yeah. They're shifting to they're shifting to new vinyl. Pot. They, s- vinyl they sell vinyl, vinyl yeah, which has good, good They sell into the fads. Yeah. Yeah. But um but all this stuff is headed it's headed to a boil again. I mean, the the pop thing, you go into some stores now and there's just there's shelf warmers everywhere because they're making too much inventory. This yeah. Funko stuff is like and they're making shit that no one cares about. Yeah. Well the problem is it's kind of run its course. It has. Yeah. The main characters of everything. You've already done it. How many different times? And the thing that's going to kill Funko, and I think we were talking about this via mm-hmm. Slack yeah, or text yeah, message, yeah. it's the IP. Yeah. yeah. So they have to sell these things for twelve ninety nine or ten ninety, whatever the price they're may be. They're paying a couple bucks, and they're yeah. paying at least a couple bucks. So now you're down to the dregs of things like Sanford and Son, and those. Yeah. You have the all these old the Jeffersons, yeah. which it's ancient the licenses IP. are cheap. The licenses <laughs> are cheap, so they can try to flip it. And if they suck you into, oh, I'm doing TV one, so I need exactly these. They'll they can squeeze a little more juice out of that lemon. Yeah, it's. I mean, just like the the Toy Fair slate they had announced. What are we? I was like, what? Like this is the year they have coming. Like I don't get. Like okay, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I got nothing to buy. Yeah. And then even like some of the like you know the chases. There's only a couple of them, which is good. But um, there's nothing good in the chases. There's nothing different. There's no you know Mr. Beast. Yeah. They're not going to be special if people aren't chasing. Kinda exactly. Like the variants. Yeah. Exactly. Even so, like you know, like I've because you know I, I keep track of stuff and a lot of these like hot topic exclusives fy exclusives they're they they're you see used to be like say a year ago you know um hot topic exclusive you know beetlejuice comes or whatever yep okay cool you this hits the store once you get one shot at it It goes online once you get one shot at it now like they just did the uh the dawnbreaker batman from batman metal Mm -hmm. and it's up oh it's up again and again and again they're just producing so many fucking things now. It's just like the it's co- simple it's economics. Yeah. They need to they need to move X number yep. of units to justify that yep. IP cost. You go into Target now, and Target I think bought the rights to the Mego brand. Oh really? So I think Target actually owns the Mego brand now, and they uh, we saw the dude that owns Mego. Yeah, we just got used to own it. No, he's the one that owns the new Mego. Oh, okay. The one that we saw out at the stand of it. Oh, I, now I don't know if Target they may have invested. So maybe yeah, maybe t- yeah, because Target's owned by Perry's exclusive Parisian. or something. Yeah, they, they have the whole lines in exclusive yeah. for them. Um. They're, I have not seen a single one move out of my Target store. They're all still there. No one I cares. I bought one. I bought the large Harley Quinn just for part of the larger Harley collection. Yeah. yeah. I bought Fonzie. For the kid. I bought Fonzie at a different Target. Though, if so Fonzie had been out in time for- Terrific, Yeah. If he had been out in time for Terrificon. They got him the Monday after Terrificon. Yeah. That's, I would have bought that. But, but I bought it because he, he comes around a lot. But yeah. I, I said the thing too, is like when, the way I'm looking at things now is I'm buying either stuff 
for that my daughter might want later on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like she likes Harley was your favorite character. So I buy as much like cool Harley covers as I can. Even when she gets her own place and she makes like a big wall with the books and puts them in a frame. I don't give a shit, whatever. But I'll, I buy stuff now that I can, oh, you know, I can probably get that signed and it'd be good for that part yeah. of the collection. But then again, like Chris said, the whole con thing, well, you know, usually every year I'm like, okay, I got to hit like all six area cons. This year, I'm not planning on going to any of them. I might dip in Trificon for one day yeah. just to see what's That's, up. But I mean, I'd like to go, but I maybe. just don't. Now with the money pressure on top of yeah. the somewhat numb numbness to it, yeah. George would be the one thing to get me down there. Sure, but I've uh, my head's at the point where I've already seen him. Yeah, he's he's still I've going that day. Don't want him. He's, he's going. No, and you touched upon something, and I'm guilty of it too. So we buy stuff for the kids. They don't care. No, that's no, that's that's, that's, dirty, that's incorrect. No, 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 that's a dirty little secret. That's oh, it's cool and everything because Dad paid for it. That's Dad's true. storing it. Oh yeah. At the end of the day, it's no different than when you have an elderly relative or something. Yeah. You weren't moving your father. Oh yeah. yeah. When my aunt passed away, you're cleaning at a house. These were her treasures. Yeah. And you feel bad getting rid of her treasures, but nobody wants her shit. Yeah. yeah. That's at the end of the day, it was somebody else's thing, and you ascribe value to this yep. because you were the one that went and hunted and put this all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be that same connection for. And the other thing too is it, it, it might not be everybody, but mm-hmm. I've talked to some people, a couple other people outside of the three of us who, who do some stuff that kind of feel the same way. I used to get like that, like runner's high, like get into the, like walk into toys. I'm like, Oh fuck, there it is. Boom. My, I don't have that anymore. And I find stuff. Yeah. I just don't. No. Well, it'll come, but, but you, you, you bring me back to my literally today, this weekend, current situation where I am, you know, literally assessing my thousands of comic books for how can and should I approach extracting cash now, right? I'd like to, I'd like to try to be selling, you know, at least a few hundred to maybe a thousand bucks a month over the coming six months, maybe, you know, maybe more. Now the value is nominally there, but, but literally Right. To, to maximize value, you pretty much have to, you know, put singles or small things onto eBay in the right format, mm-hmm. either, either price them appropriately, put it on buy it now, combine shipping and leave them out there for a while. Or you, you know, there's, there's so many different approaches. They all involve time, customer service, shipping, bullshit, um, or you can try to, you know, take a list or boxes to local comic stores, take, you know, pennies on pennies on the dollar. Oh, clearly. Just to move yeah. them. And that's no shot at the comic store. I mean- Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, they have rent. Yeah, they have- absolutely. They need to get their margin on that. Oh, yeah. So I, you know- and, You're not and getting anywhere close to retail. That's the good and bad of it is, you know, I understand the finance, you know, I'm not, there's no hard feelings in it. It's economics, but in, that's the pain. It is. In a microcosm- um, we talked about another shop occasionally here, Friendly Neighborhood Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys follow the Facebook page, yep. somebody posted last weekend, they posted for one of their customers yep. that they're trying to get rid of an Incredible Hulk, 180, 181, 181 and 182, 1500 bucks for the three, Yeah. which depending on the commission condition that of the 181, yeah. it could be worth way more than the 1500. It looks like it was pretty good, but that's what, if they want to dump it and turn that into cash short term, yeah. they're going to take that kind of a hit. Yeah. Yep. Well, I do have, you know, I've got a few books that are slabbed, meaning, you know, graded, certified, you know, so the quality is known that, that I can turn around for 
pretty good money pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, definitely where I'll be going first. But the rest of them, it's going to be a pain in the butt to figure out how to pull money out of it. It's... And and leaving that to my kids, think about that can, nightmare. Like, it's just not even worth it. No, and it, honestly, if you're being truthful, it wouldn't be fair to them. Now they got to get yeah, rid of absolutely fifteen thousand books or ten thousand yeah. books or whatever the number is. At you know, which point you know my my grails of my Batman I, and my detective run, right? Where's the where's the line on that, Chris? I mean, you guys have heard me make the joke that this is all going to end up being Harley's, and she's going to get rid of it all for like one month's rent sometime. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's going to have no value to her. It's stuff. Yeah. And it'll become at a certain point when I'm gone, it'd become a pain in the ass for her mm-hmm. to be carting this around or trying to sort through all the, like what the fuck did dad buy all this shit for? Yeah. This is like a very special episode of fan men where we're discussing yeah, real topics and real. depressing the shit out of each other. No, it's no. not. It. I think it comes back to the truth of the matter that the stuff is just stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the high you get, the thing you're enjoying is the collecting. Yeah. So like DJ touched upon it. There's no more joy going for the chase. No. So, so do it's you th- not as much the little plastic men. It was finding that little plastic man. All right. So, you know? so then it sounds like the three of us are each approaching this, you know, valley of joylessness in things that have been driving us a lot lately. Shit, I'm getting a therapist tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, but, for different reasons. Well, sure. We're but, all like but on a- so do we expect, do you think that- that things turn and we're going to find something I mean, else to drive us. Oh, I think so. It's, I mean, or, or are we, you know, is it's this always midlife, yeah. you know? No, it's the collecting has always been something. I mean, turn around. There's two golf ball cases on my rack. So for a while, when I wasn't going to look at your balls, Chris, you can just don't touch them. Um, <laughs> but for a while, it's small and dimpled. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, they're glorious. Look at them shining. <laughs> It is, cold, it is cold. Sweet out. Jesus, I wanted to lick him. Um, <laughs> Holy Jesus, I wanted to lick him. So, but no, even yeah. when I had gotten away from the comics, yeah. I started golfing a lot before you had home, yeah. so I had time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it became collecting a ball from every course that course, I played. But yeah, which is cool. But again, it's still the compulsion of, I need one of every, it's whatever that chase is, not so much yeah. the stuff. Like I look at that, I'm like, shit, I don't remember half of them unless the name's listed on it. Right. But during that time period where I was playing a ton. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I made a run. You see this one flag there and it's little chases that I create in my head. At one point I wanted one of the flags from every major Tiger Woods one. And then I hit the one that was financially unattainable and I went off to something else. Yeah. 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 There was one PGA, I couldn't get it. So now there's flags sitting in a tub somewhere, you know? I'm kind of in the same realm. Like I still want to have stuff. Like I still want to acquire more stuff. That's what it's, I mean, as, as, ever since I've been old enough to make my, start making my own money, when I was 14, I got my first job. That's what I've done. The trick is make that stuff money instead of stuff that you think might be worth money. I tried collecting coins. It's not as fun. No, no. No, no. I mean, Ca- numbers. Collect actual money. Yeah, collect yeah. actual. You're yeah. Getting right. your head around that piece. Yeah. yeah. There is joy there. Oh yeah, no, and no. soulless. That's, that's one thing. Like, no, I, I do not know how to adult with the money at all. Like I yeah, fucking even, horrible yeah. with it. Even something like the house we're building. Yeah. yeah. 
I know if I went and bought that house or tried to buy something similar in this market, yep. it cost me $400,000 more. Oh yeah. So I can put a little time and effort and get exactly what I want out of it. Right. And I'm already building that equity. So yes, yeah. that is, yeah. yeah. I'll leave here where I have two and I automatically have four over there. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm hoping to do something like that, you know, you know, not right now, but like the next house, but I want to, you know. But no, it's like I'm, finding that financial. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm building kind, towards I'm, that. I think I'm, for them, I'm granted, I just bought four Ninja Turtles, but those were a, <laughs> a special thing because I would have been, that's something where- I just buy them because they were there. That's something I've been waiting for for like 25 years to show yeah. up in my uh, on my doorstep, and I have them. That's now. now. See, this is something. If Heather was down here, forget you. That's part of the disease. It is. Yep. That's part of it. I'm a sick, sick man, Chris. Not just you. That's part of all. Of it. We all suck. Yeah. Like, we all yeah. fall into that trap yeah. and get mm-hmm. sucked in by stuff like, oh my god, I've always wanted. When I was fucking 12. I know. You know what I'm I saying? Know. Like, yes, I always wanted to play with this yeah. fucking Hall of Justice I bought. I know. Because I wanted it in 1985. <laughs> Not I, because I'm going to play with the goddamn thing now. I've been good about that That's kind a of perfect stuff. example. It is. That like, is. Why'd I drop 125 bucks on a Hall of Justice? I'm, um, that I haven't even yeah. brought I was upstairs from when we recorded three months so, ago. I know. So he's pointing it's, over it's still in the bag. Right. It's it's, there. it's in the bag where- I put where it, it went after, we after you showed it to us, yeah. we recorded an episode, like episode seven or five something, five months like that. ago or something. I was very excited. I yeah. couldn't wait to come home and show you guys. Always and wanted this did. when I was a kid. Yeah. I showed you and it went back in the fucking yeah. bag and it's sitting on a shelf. Mm-hmm. I um, and that's there I'm, it is. There's a yeah, poster child right there. Yeah, I'm gonna try my best to um, pull back on the smalls. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I, I do want to have three and three quarters. Yeah, three yeah, and three. I mean, yeah. you can't help it. You know. <laughs> I mean, there is some stuff that I would eventually want to have. Like, I would, you know, Chris has a Tom Brady football. I would like to have one of those for my stuff. I'd like to have, I don't need 90 of them like he does, but one Alex Ross yeah. in a frame oh, would I was be nice. Say, I only have one Tom Brady football. <laughs> it's a guy 13 jerseys. No, but, you know, some stuff, some stuff like that. So, yeah. right now, I said, I get, I get the kid going to school. I got to worry about that. And then I want to just, I got to work on some house stuff. I, you know, I'm going to need a roof next year. So all this that's why gonna we t- got to work on the money stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why all my, all my, um, collectible stuff is kind of, kind of, I'm not going to go n- not get anything. It's not going to happen. You know, I'm going to go to Disney this year. When I'm down there, I'll buy like a Disney statue or like a piece of artwork or something. It's going to ha- I'll buy one. I'm not going to buy 30 of them, but I'll buy one. So I just got to just peel back. Yeah. Well, it's, it's. If you try to quit cold turkey, it just doesn't go well. Yeah. I. I kind of apologize for dragging us through this at the same time. No, it felt like a good time to bring back, you know, this is what I'm soaking in right now. I will argue against your cold turkey. It depends on why you're going cold turkey. Yeah. Because where all of these things that we're talking about, that undercurrent's already there. Yeah. Even as we continue to go through the motions to buy the stuff, Mm -hmm. all you needed was Sean. I'm looking at Sean right now, but all Sean needed was a reason to make him start. Yeah. That's, I used to be on that train too, because we would, especially when Heather and I would go to Disney by ourselves. So it's like, we'd come home with one big thing, be it a piece of art or something like that. And that it's part of vacation. And that's how you just, see, this is the sickness. Mm. You justify it as part of the vacation spending. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. See, that, that makes me think of something. I don't have many regrets of things I didn't buy. That was going to be my suggestion. But I was in. Oh, regrets you didn't buy. Yeah. Something I didn't buy. So I, Hmm. I was at Disney World. When uh, the movie studios had just opened, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called then because they've you know they've changed it now. It's MGM. Now, it it, yeah, was, it was, was MGM. MGM yeah. yeah. So I believe it was the first summer that MGM was open. I happened to be down there, and near the gate 
on the left-hand side as you came in, there was a little like shop. It used to be a little art store. They yeah, a little art store. Meet and greets now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So He's in that, of, like in movie that, yeah. autographs yeah. and stuff. So in that art cool store was a framed Last Crusade one sheet. Ooh. Right. So it's huge, right? Because mm-hmm. it's one sheet and then it's matted and framed. Signed by Spielberg, Harrison Ford, Sean Connery, um, at least those three, but I feel like it might have been also John Reese Davies, maybe. Mm. Was, it, was it signed by the Germans? No, it wasn't signed by the Germans. Nine, nine, nine. nine, nine. Shame. Um, but so at least those three signatures. <laughs> and it was framed and signed, and it was $400. And this is, this is, yeah. Probably 25 mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. 20, I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't long after that movie had come out, but I'm like, oh, this is everything I love, right? I mean, I, and it yeah. still would be. And I don't know whether it'd be, I mean, presumably if I wanted to find that today, it's probably more, but maybe. Oh, it's yeah. 400 bucks? Yeah. You yeah, can't get one for 400 bucks with just Harrison Ford on it. Yeah. Or any one of those. But it was. There. Yeah. But it was the. Price was that a Struzan poster? Yep. That yep. Was, right. It was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And. It was just, it's, it's funny you mentioned the studios because there's one and DJ, you probably know exactly the image I'm going to be talking about here. So there's a star Wars store. As soon as you come off the star tours ride mm-hmm. and they have autograph things hanging behind the counter, mm-hmm. they have this beautiful shot from Hoth. It's Luke, Han, Leia, and his Chewie in it. I'm not sure if no, it's no, three, no, three of them. It's just a three of photo. It's a photo. Framed photo. And when. Still from the movie or like. Still from the, the movie. Okay. They're all. It was when, God, this, it's probably been hanging on that wall for like Before Luke yeah. takes off. I mean, it was under a grand and it's signed by the big three uh, sitting there, sat there, looked at it every time we walked through the mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Carrie passed away sure and it's like it. 10 grand now. Yeah. It's, yeah. and it's still hanging on the wall in the same spot that it was before. Yeah. But. Mm. Yeah. The regret buying stuff, it, it's, it's happened. For me, like it's, it's stuff like, you know, like, um. The st- so I bought some. You know, I bought the stuff for Adam wants to sign. Yeah. The weekend you guys were up there, I went to fucking Disney instead, and then that happened. And mm-hmm. so there's been some of that stuff, but I'm at the point where I like you know we talked before. I have so much stuff. It's not even all displayed in my house because I have an old house in New England. There's not, not a lot of wall space, not a lot of shelving space, old horseshoe plaster. You can't put shelves up, all that kind of shit. I just want to get to the point where I want to clean some stuff up, which I'm working on. And then I want to like work on. Some stuff, because I want to be like Chris Davis. We, we say, no, but I would like to- I got to meet this kid. He sounds fucking uh, amazing. He's kind of a dick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I've heard that too. Uh, no, but like- But you know what? If he's what you say- Yeah. But like, I would like to- He's entitled. I would like to have my stuff, but also be able to enjoy my stuff. Like Chris yeah. has all his like signed Kevin posters up. He can yeah. enjoy him. His yep. sports stuff, he can enjoy it. Yeah. His pinball machine. It's all stuff like I've wanted, even before, you know, I met you guys, yeah. I always wanted to have like- this you, kind of you setup. Wanna, you want, this is you want to save. Right? This is yeah. a perfect yeah. example, though. It's all the stuff you wanted when you were fourteen and fifteen. No, I'm talking it's like a, five, six years. Ago. It's yeah. essentially the you know when I get some money. Yeah, and it's cool. That's a part of it too. But yeah, like I know myself well enough. I kept the original box of the pinball machine because at some point it's going to my well, house. I'm it's gonna, gone because I'm going to require the box when I buy it. It'll go. <laughs> no, it's maybe you know like a museum piece we should just rotate it between our houses so you get to only see it a third of the time but you enjoy it more because it's been on tour to dj it's land on loan and, from the davis and, museum you know hoger <laughs> yeah mm. 
But like, so just put a Gavin plaque o- on it. Yeah. When Gavin opens his Kevin Museum. Yeah. yeah. The Traveling I'm, Kevin show. I think yeah. all his stuff's in storage right now. Yeah. yeah I think it is too. So, so at the point now where I, I would like, what I want to do is I want to, like I said, do a small, I want to, not this year, but I want to work on maybe getting one big. Like he's mm-hmm. got the cigarette machine, yeah. you know, one, one big and like a couple of nice things. So that way, it's not going to happen in this house, but eventually I'm going to flip houses my mm-hmm. kid's gonna be older. She's gonna move mm-hmm. somewhere, get married, all the stuff, and we're gonna need to be close. So the next one, mm-hmm. I'll do it in. So I'm, I'm trying to get over that. Like they said, little kid with money face. Mm-hmm. I need now. I need to be an adult with my money, which fucking blows. I hate it. But yeah, that's I, awesome. It finally kind of hit me this year, where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I have to. Like we didn't do a big Christmas this year because we went on vacation instead. And I was like, oh, this was nice. I don't like having to chase down toys and buy a million oh, fucking things and wrap mm-hmm. them. Christmas is bullshit. It is. it is. You did more for my family this Christmas than I did for my family, DJ. You you are a, mm. you have a gift disease. Yeah. I do. Which I we do. benefited from. Yeah, we did. We yeah, did. Most definitely. <laughs> but I'm kind of like at that mode where it's like, for me, it was all about like the thing to hearken back to the, like the experience or the memory. So now I'm trying to flip it to, well, I'd rather spend the money on a new experience. Like, mm-hmm. like this Christmas, my, um, we already booked the room. We're going down to Florida for when Star Wars premieres mm. to Disney World. Mm. We're not going to do a bunch of park days and make it this big $5,000 fucking week, but we'll go do the Star Wars night and we'll maybe do like one night here at like a Christmas party or something, but then we're just going to go do, we're going to do like, um, you know, just dinners and hang out and actually take an actual vacation because the kids are going to be in school. We can just do it the two of us. And mm-hmm. So I'm trying to work on on doing that kind of stuff. More experiences, less stuff. That's, think, that's the goal that's for good. the next couple yeah, of years. That's a good goal. That's also one of the things, I mean, if you can figure out how to collect money, you can do more experiences, right? It's You can blow it out on money, the high points. Yeah, collecting yeah. money, money collects itself. Yeah, it's weird. I have like- It does. Yeah, yeah no, no, it does. Yeah. Nothing like, else yeah. If you can get like the money. ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. I have three jobs and no money somehow. I don't know how that works out, but- Yeah, we'll- We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll fix yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll fix that. So. so yeah, so on the, um, on the, the somber state of- <laughs> I want to fire bear all my shit and I don't know money and I don't know place out yeah. to go. Um, Sean's motivating me. He is. Yeah. Not as worried about the money. I just want it gone now. <laughs> yeah. I'll, take, I'll take a couple things out here if you Why want. Why don't you give it to me and let me sell it? There we go. Um, I will give you all those extra issues from the new 52 runs. Mm-hmm. Have it. There we go. If you have any nightmares, I'll take the whole nightwing run. Um, Knock yourself. <laughs> oh, actually, fall. yeah. We should talk. You know. Yeah, yeah. So what are... Let's do top three things that you wouldn't want to get rid of. Does that have to be all of the only three things yeah. you wouldn't get rid of? But like yeah. three things three that th- come to mind. Like, okay, if I'm going to start stop buying stuff, I'm going to start unloading stuff, or you know, whatever. What are the three things that have to stay for whatever reason? All right. So don't need honorable mentions. So, um, or you could do honorable mentions if there's like a group of things. Yeah, I mean, have I have an honorable mention? Okay. If you do, you guys have honorable mentions? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I can I'm, throw I'm, one. I'm okay. A group all of, right. Yeah. So. So I definitely could get rid of it, but my, uh, sideshow, hot toys, uh, six scale Boba Fett and Han Solo and Carbonite. Um, those, there's something about Boba Fett's costume design, you know, his iconic, just the way he looks, his armor and Han Solo frozen and Carbonite and everything about Empire and having this, you know, foot foot tall exquisitely mm-hmm. constructed thing i actually haven't taken the carbonite on solo out of out of the box yet it's yeah. so i haven't lit it up and everything yeah. it'll be awesome but that's something i really kind of like to hang on to because no matter how big or small your display space is your office that's something that i 
that will always make me happy right. when I look exactly. at it. Right. And even though it's only, you know, 12 inches or so tall, yeah. it's a big, those things are oh, not yeah. cheap they're, and they're gorgeous. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's my honorable mention is that, and, and I mean, I have a Batman 66 and a Batman 89 mm-hmm. hot toys as well. The, the figures, same scale, those I'd like to keep. So honorable mention, I'm going to stay in that same sideshow hot toys vein. Um, because there's a cabinet up there with all kinds of statues and stuff. Yeah, Most gorgeous. of them don't mean, I mean, a couple of them are Heathers. She yeah. wouldn't get rid of her Catwoman or her Poison Ivy. Yeah. But the the original Harley Quinn premium format. Yeah. That's one that we bought right after the kid was born when it was first released. When it was essentially what a six scale cost. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was only like yeah. 200. Yeah. I say only. Yeah. But you're thinking back eight, nine years, yeah. $219. It's still for a lot of money. Size yourself is probably going to Isn't that like 1200 or something? Premium. Now? It's crazy. Some it's of huge. them, depending on who yeah. character it is, some are, Yeah, some yeah. of them are nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's, you, you kind of hit a nerve there. One of those things that you just look at and it makes you happy. Yeah. And that was one of the first bigs. Yeah. When I was first starting to get back into it, I mean, God, we just moved into this house. We didn't have a pot to piss in. You know, that that's, kind of thing. That's it's, part of the- You leverage it to get into the new place. The things on the walls, whether they're- That's different than my comics in a- It is. In a box. When I look at things that, that fill you with that- And that's- I always come back to the wall space and DJ's harking yeah. to it. Like, the comics don't bring me that joy. Yeah. If I could- You go up in my office, the sketch covers, mm-hmm. they're on a shelf. Mm-hmm. The, the pops are all in boxes and packed away. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's, yeah. but it is, it's at the end of the day, it's about surrounding yourself with stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so for, for me, honorable mentions, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it in groupings. Sure. So I'm not going to, I don't want to give it to any of my Power Ranger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, she and she knows that. Um, the other thing is like, you know, kind of. Why'd April get brought into it? <laughs> well, because I mean. It's almost I, like you can see the little apron on the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> like she's she watching. Knows that. She's watching. She knows. Um, <laughs> and then, um, Gonzo. fuck no, not oh, no. Gonzo. Oh, Gon- Gonzo does not need mentioned. Gonzo's not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> Although you know what's funny? I, I forgot to do. I was for Valentine's Day. I was going to put Gonzo at a table with like a candle and send a and tweet a picture. I she to is do it. I, I so guess work. holding out for that yeah. in the divorce. She awesome. She got the fucking kid. She whatever. She's not taking the Gonzo with the dog. Wow. Saying priorities, no, but so like all my partner stuff, I don't think I would ever attempt to unload unless things get real bad. Um, I mean, I do have some pieces that are worth them way more than retail, and just because, I mean, some of them the stuff they remanufacture towards the end because the licenses switch hands or whatever. But yeah. and like one thing I'm gonna pick up going forward is, um, Hasbro's doing the new better end figures. They're only twenty bucks though, and they're only doing four at a time every like eight months, which is good. So there's a, but I'll pick up just a couple. So there's that. And then also, um, I'm not going to get any of my hockey jerseys or my Kevin stuff. Yeah, okay. My posters and sign and sure. all that kind of stuff. So just because I'm not getting rid of it. Well, that that kind of leads to, you know, I, as usual, my memory sucks and I'm not prepared, which means whatever's in my top three is just, you know, kind of a random bubbling of, of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the... My number three is something I think I've mentioned here before. It's something I, I bought from our friend Gavin, um, you know, from the VSQ board and, and everywhere else. And it's my incredible faithful reproduction of the RST video sign from mm-hmm. Kevin's Too Fat for 40 special. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's still rolled up 
you know, canvas. I, I really need to get it on some we kind of frame. frame. Yeah, we got to build yeah. a frame for it. We'll help you with it in the spring. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good spring project because that should be up in my office. Yeah, we should do that. Um, oh, no doubt. We can so, do that easily. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's something where if I wanted to get rid of it, it would it would go to Chris or you yeah, yeah, or, no. or yeah. back to get, right? I mean, that's, at least I know that that's never something that goes anywhere that doesn't mean, I mean, because it's the first thing that popped in my it head. It belongs to the museum, me. right? I'm like, yeah. you can't get rid of that. Oh yeah. That was no. what went in, yeah. that was yeah. what popped into my head. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and, but I could never sell it for a lot of money either because Gavin gave it to me for not a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of these, it's a, yeah. it's, it's just beautiful. But it's not. I'm. It's not giving me love because I haven't. You can't see it. Yeah, I can't yeah. see it. Well, we're, we're gonna, that's the thing you want on like the sidewall of the garage or something. Yeah, you know, someplace yeah. where you're going to see it. No, all I, the time. I mean, I think can, I think it can go right over. We're going to lose desk. the falcon. Yeah, well, the falcon's over to the right right now. Jay and Silent the, the Jay and Silent cover. the album cover yeah, from yeah, Strike yeah. Back. Yeah. So I was thinking, put it up on the left, and either the album cover can move or. I don't know. We'll find a place for yeah, it. Yeah. I it's, can't remember. I was there at the show and I can't remember how big it is. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's full size. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's exactly well, like it was. We'll decide. Yeah. Can get maybe so I, maybe now that Kevin doesn't want to use RST anymore in the movies. It's a red She'll box. actually sell the yeah. red box. old one. I should call her back. I have the number somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number three is it's, I'm going to take the DJ route here and group it. It's more some of my higher end Patriot stuff. Yeah. It's, the Brady football, the, I mean, the biggest thing, the Brady jersey, those kind of things. Cause this is like, I mean, that, it's things that I have an emotional attachment. Yeah. It's yeah. things that I have an emotional attachment to. I mean, even more than that though, mm-hmm. if I had to pick one out of that collection to keep, it would be the Butler picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's, that's the still so that's, of Malcolm Butler's Seahawks my know, goal super, line interception. That's in the game. one I get to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's kind of, there's an emotional attachment to yeah. any of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take I'll take this opportunity to uh, pause our top three for Please. another Stephen Gris um, mention. Love Stephen. Oh Jesus! He, uh, Thank you for the Ric Flair gift, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he said he's looking forward to hearing another show. He says uh, my ears are ready for a new show, even after the Brady butt smooching spectacular last week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Love you, Steven. But uh, even better, uh, he he sent along a picture of his fan man t shirt. Oh, he's got, got oh, a, yeah, he's got one of the baseball jerseys with oh, the green. Nice. green oh, nice. Shout out so, to Steven. Thank you, sir. Available on tpublic.com. Yeah, so tpublic.com slash fan men or search for fan men. Um, yeah, real nice uh, uh, set, of, uh, set of gear there. I'm about, uh, I think I may get a new phone case. My fan man phone case is uh, getting a little worn. Um, but sorry to interrupt there, but, uh, but you mentioned the Patriots. Uh, I love the Tom Brady, but smooching spectacular. We should, that's what we should have named it last week. We, sh- we should have. Yeah. Well, I want to trick people into listening to it. So I called it the Lords, Lords. of the Rings. Yeah. But if you'd left the S off of eh, the first one, it was shit, don't be burying the weed like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's weak sauce. Yeah, maybe, maybe when uh, the season starts up again, we should have the Brady, but smooching spectacular. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It won't be a little more than butt smooching. We may have to take on like the uh, Hall After Dark, Matty Mo Soccer Minute. Yeah. yeah. I'll just come in and give you a Patriots Minute every- There we go. Every episode to ensure all right. that all <laughs> listeners go. So over. sorry, your number three is your my Patriots. My number three is my Patriots stuff. Yeah. So my number three, it's another grouping. It's because it's actually a large chunk of stuff. It's sure. my signed figures and yeah. pops. Um, 
mo- you know, I have all the Power Rangers, a ton of wrestlers, obviously all my Kevin figures I have signed. Um, and just like the, the collection of like, you know, my daughters, we have a, it's both of ours. We have like the arrow figure signed by the cast and the Gal Gadot signed one of them, uh, Barbie doll and all this other stuff we oh, have. Yeah. And it's more, not so much fact that, oh, they're signed. They're worth something. Cause they're not, cause they're all personalized to me. I make sure people sign me, you know, no sign it to DJ. Yeah. I don't, I'm not yep. getting rid of this fucking thing. Right. But, Which anchors it not just to the person, but to exactly. you and to exactly. time. Yeah, yeah. And what we just talked about, you know, one of the funnest things for me is, and I'm going through a little bit different area because my daughter seven, my daughter's 17, yours, your oldest one's 13? 13. And, you know, Harley's only 10. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the point now where she's getting ready to move out. And I'm not going to have like empty nests or nothing. But like looking back on, you know, she's not a kid anymore. She's she's almost an adult. So looking back on it, when she was like, no, I want to go to com- I want to go to Comic-Con. And I want to dress up. And I want to get shit outside and all that. So yeah. all those figures are all tied to conventions that, you know, that was the thing. The wife would stay home. Me and the kid would pack up. We go, you know, we mm-hmm. do the sewing and the costume fabricating. And we go do the thing. So that's always going to be like an additional like you know, yeah, feather it's a in the piece cap on of it. it. Exactly, yeah. it's a piece of the whole thing. So it's it's, it's the experiences. Like I said, trying to do the experience thing going forward because you cool. can't put a price on memories. So yeah, so definitely all my signed figures will never go anywhere. That makes sense. All right, so my number two is a specific comic. Um, I think most of my comics, particularly, you know, going through this exercise today, where I'm like, you know, thinking about selling everything in the universe, um, makes it a little bit tough, but. My issue of Tomahawk 63 from July of 1959 in utterly, you know, piece of crap, 0.5, you know, quality. Um, I think I've mentioned it in the past. This I got from my my grandfather when I was probably, Mm -hmm. I was probably maybe 10 or 11. Um, and, And it was in crap condition from him because he had had it since 59. Now he... You know, he wouldn't have been a kid in 59, so maybe it was my stepdad. I, you know, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But I got it from him, and it was old. And then I read the crap out of it and re-stapled it. You know, it has staples mm-hmm. like half an inch off this. I mean, it's, yeah. it's in terrible shape. But that, you know, that's – I have my own original issues, and I wouldn't want to get rid of those either, like a Batman collector's – 44 or something like that oversized treasury but but this is one that not only is one of my comics from when i was a kid but it's it's a heritage to you know to another generation that means something to me um and i did get another i have another copy of it that's in you know like fine condition because i like having them side by side but but that's the one tomahawk 63 excellent all right my number two again with uh dj's grouping theme here would be the original comic artwork that I have. Yeah. It's, I've kind of leaned into that. Having, and shame on my wife. She kind of kicked the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. Um, for her 40th birthday gift. But the Alex Rosses and the original Jim Lees and some of that stuff, even some of our friends from around here. Yep. Mr. Russo has done a mm-hmm. bunch for me. Chris Aminga. Yeah. It's, that's, I've kind of. Those it, things are tough because they're big too. They're kind of hard to keep. It's and, tough to keep. It's tough to frame. Just, there's a cost factor involved, yeah. but even any of the original commissions, yeah. it all ties back to something that means something to me. I yeah. care less what they're doing on a yeah. cover or something. I can, to your point, Sean, you can get a copy of the cover. I could download the picture. If that's right. all I cared yeah. about. But to have somebody whose work I admire yeah. do something, that's, 
It's cool. Those kind of things are special to me. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That Those will never go anywhere. That makes sense. Nice. Uh, my number two, it's an actual item, um, goes back to the autograph stuff, is my authenticated Stan Lee signed Iron Man Legends helmet. Oh, nice. So when he came around for the last time and the same thing, the kid was like, I, ha- I have to go. You have to take me. I was like, okay, you know what? If it means that much, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll go. Definitely. And um, I'm like, how do I get signed? Do I bring a book? Do I buy, you know, get a Stanley Pop? Because my kid had one. That's what she got done. I was like, no, fuck it. I took the thing I, I had on my ledge and stuff up. And I'm like, hmm, do I take the Thor hammer, the Captain America shield, the helmet? So I took the helmet, got signed right across the top of the faceplate. It's got the COA sticker on it. It's in a lit football case in my office. That's so like, to me, yep. that's a big. It's, nice. in a, yeah. I have it, yep. it's, it's framed, quote unquote, it's or anything like that. Yeah. And I'll always, you know, it's one of the things like I was able to. I took my kid to meet Stan Lee right. before it's all said and done. Yep. And that's something we, you know, some uh, we've done so many concepts, but she's never going to forget that one. That yeah. was like, she was ear to ear on that was like, that was a super highlight. So I, I know that's, you know, it's tied to a good memory. So I'm going to yeah. go with the, that's a that. good one. Yeah. My, uh, my number one is, you know, you guys have kind of gone nuts in this area more than I did, but back before I think almost anybody, possibly including Chris had any Kevin Smith jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. You predated me though. I know I'm the first time I saw DJ though, forgot about it until <laughs> we started the podcast years later. Um, but it's my, uh, I guess you would call it silver age since it's the Edmonton Oilers orange yeah. and blue colors. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, my Smod castle Jersey. So that great, you know, the, the portcullis, you know, gate logo coming down, um, I got that, uh, it's a six, I mean, it's giant. Yeah. Um, but I, I got that when, uh, Malcolm Ingram was, he put a couple things up on like eBay. Small to, town gay bar? No, it was for or, Continental. Okay. Which, to, I'm not even. Continental I, was after. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was well yeah, after yeah. small town gay bar. Um, but you know, and I think, I'm not sure this is known in my household, but I think I paid six twenty five for it. Um, so hopefully Jen doesn't listen to this episode. Um, a standard athletic hockey jersey are only 350 bucks anyway. So yeah, but this was, you know, but you need to marry an accountant. <laughs> I'll get into it in mine. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and we didn't talk on the tax implications of selling comics. Um, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, but, uh, but that, that's special to me a, f- a few different ways. It was the only person I knew that had one of Kevin's actual jerseys from him at that point was Gavin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there, I know there's a few others out there. I I think I've seen Jamie with one or whatever, but, yep. yeah, um, he's given and now, more. now, I mean, obviously there's particularly going forward, lots more, but that's, it's just special to me. It's been hanging in my office. It's one of the things I see, you know, when I'm sitting in kind of our little home theater area, mm-hmm. the doors to my office are right there and I have it hanging inside my office, but those are, they're glass doors. So I, I'm always seeing that, looking at it. I see 37 and Smith from where I sit watching TV and in my mm-hmm. office, I see the Smodcastle logo. So that's, you know, it's just not going anywhere. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm going to tag up right behind you on this stuff. Um, number one for me, and it's kind of the entire grouping of all of the Kevin stuff. Yeah. And it's, 
it's interesting. It ceased being, it ceased being about just getting Kevin items a long time ago, like the autograph pops or whatever yeah, like yeah. that. It's more just supporting the man. Yeah. And it yeah. ties back into a 25 year history of following him and his career and mm -hmm. following his ass around the country, <laughs> yeah. going to things and everything. So there are certainly pieces that are special to me. There's certain things that mean like the cigarette machine. Yeah. That's the first movie my wife and I went out to was Chasing Amy. Yep. So there's a certain emotional attachment to have something from yeah. the main set of that. Mm -hmm. um, the dogma thing. That was something that's personal. I just, that was my favorite of the movies. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the repressed Catholic schoolboy in me mm -hmm. um, fighting on that. But going through any of that stuff out of all of it. And I thought about the stand, you brought that up yeah. and I thought about the mall rats poster and things like oh, that, yeah, that yeah. which I still don't have fucking bat fuck, but whatever. <laughs> um, I think the thing that means the most to me out of any of it is the signed picture I have of Heather Harley and I, Oh yeah. With the boys around the podcast table from yeah. the set of comic. I mean, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things. It's huge. It is. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's just beautiful. It's hilarious. It's, Harley always referred to it. Harley would have been, this would have been 2015. Mm -hmm. So she would have been about six. Yeah. I mean, light enough that I could still hold her in the picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she always referred to it as the family picture. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. She developed her own, I don't know. It makes me smile because she developed her own relationship with Kevin and that world. Yeah. Completely separate and apart from all the dick and fart jokes <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. She has a relationship with him. Yeah. He was the nice guy that hung out with her and put her on the counter at the stash. And yeah. she got to have conversations with him. A few months later, we're down at New York Comic Con. Mm -hmm. or a year later. It was actually yeah. a full year later. She had to wear her buddy crazy. She has yep. four Kevin jerseys. She wears it and he's doing IMDB interviews. Yeah. And she hops up and sits on the edge of the stage and waves. And his eyes lit up, this big smile. And he starts pointing to the back of the stage. Yeah. Go wait around back. I'll yeah. see you in a few minutes. Like there's a connection there between the two of That's them cool. now. Yeah. Which that that just always brings a smile. It was two great days. I love the image itself. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of handing that off to you, the next generation. You've fans. also got more than I mean, my kids have lost the the love of comics and Batman that they had for a while when they were younger mm -hmm. and more manipulable and impressionable. Um, you know, you have it a bit with it Athena, DJ, but you, because, because of Harley's name and her experiences growing up with that and with you and your collecting and love of Kevin and her meeting him in that picture, you've anchored something that even, you know, when, when you're gone, those things are not crap that dad left to me. No, that's they a, are, they're a part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's really yeah, cool. So, yeah. If I had to pick one, it would be that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Like with, with the Kevin stuff I did, as I mentioned, cause I knew like, I had a feeling I was getting Chris's list and he just, the experience stuff he can tie to yeah. his Kevin stuff. It's just far and away. So I think I kind of wish, I kind of wish that like with Athena, we didn't really get into doing like the cool stuff. She was, you know, 13, 14. Cause we were just so fucking broke before then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I wish I had, you know, the, the scratchy yeah. some of that stuff earlier. I wish I had started earlier. I, I yeah. wish I had some of the experiences Gavin had. Oh, oh yeah. I wasn't, well, he, was, he had he proximity. Was there, and he, he, yeah, exactly. I wasn't on the board as early, and when I was, I was more of a lurker. And didn't then, really was, start until like yeah. 06, 07 yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But back then, that was always like where you were. You had to have been like in the area, right? To do. 
it was tougher. Yeah. And we just weren't in a position where exactly either in an apartment or first house, you just didn't, it was a haul to be getting hotel rooms well, and traveling down and getting time off yeah. from work. Well, like me, that. it took me 34 years roughly. Like the first time I got to go, you know, do the camp stuff was at Boston. Mm-hmm. And then we went down for Volgathon and, you know, we just went to California for the stand event. And now like, yeah, I'm kind of going hard now, trying to make up for the last time. It's put me in the hole quite a bit, but it's, it's worth it because it's been, it's been such good stuff. But so summer kind of thing, talk about, you know, uh, starting early. So my number one is my, um, my Maddie collector, Adam West, Batman cowl mm. and utility belt set. You guys have the belt part, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. it's one of those things that's front and center in my glass case when you walk into my office and it's one of those, like Chris brought up before. When you look at it, you just smile. Cause I remember being a kid coming home from school, popping on Batman reruns and Adam West is the reason that I do all the other stuff I do. If there wasn't Adam West, I might not it's, be in, I might not be in the comics. Honestly, I might just be in the star no, Wars. It's, yeah. it's a foundational touchstone. It is. It and is. It's the number one building it block for me. It goes through generations. Yep. We've talked about the kids wearing out that movie. Oh it's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's one thing that, you know, I know for a fact that, uh, is never going to go away with her. Like I remember I was watching, uh, usually when I work from home, I have my laptop up on the bar and I have a big TV mounted above and, um, I'll throw on like comic men just for background noise. Yep. And she came home. It was one when uh, they took Mike up in the Batcopter. Oh, she's yeah. like, ah, oh, the Batcopter. She's like, I've sat in that. She did. She sat in the Batcopter <laughs> with Lee Merriweather. Nice. So it's just, you know. It's, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. Aside. Um, So I know the the 6 Batman stuff. Like, and it's, it's me and it's my, you know, my younger brother, the one who's still alive. We, you know, he's he's into it hard too. And uh, my kid's into it. So it's like, you know, so Adam West is always going to be there. So that's why for me, it's the one thing. Like, I'll never get rid of that. That's awesome. I bought it to get signed. Didn't get that. Didn't happen. But still, I know I. I, I'll wear it when I watch the movie sometimes and stuff. And it's a gorgeous piece besides anything else. It's it's a real nice one, but it's never going anywhere. Excellent. Okay. So Sean had the RST video replica sign from the two fat to 40, right? Yep. It's too fat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two is his beat up issue of Tomahawk 63. He got from his granddad. Mm-hmm. And number one is his Kevin Smith jersey that he has hanging up in his office. Yep. Chris's number three was um, his high end Patriot stuff, including the stuff signed by the good Lord himself, Tom Brady. Number two is his original artwork collection. He does, if, you know, people haven't seen it, he has, his artwork collection is insane. It's absolutely gorgeous. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> and number it one. belongs in a museum. Exactly. Number one is his um his vast collection of Kevin Smith stuff, highlighted by the cigarette machine and the family photo. For me, it's uh, my, number three is my big pack of side action figures that I tie back to going to Comic-Cons with my kid, wrestling, Power Rangers, Kevin, et cetera, voice actors, et cetera. Number two is my Stanley signed Iron Man replica helmet. And number one is my Adam West Batman cowl made by Maddie Collector. So we went nice. over on this one, but it was this was a, a deep subject. This wasn't just yeah. pissing around about movies and stuff like that. So so um hit us up on uh, Twitter at FN37, at Dejanot, at, at Bacaboca, at Chris Davis underscore thirty seven. Follow us on all the wherever. I think we're almost everywhere now. By the time this is out, Spotify should Pretty be much. done. Follow us everywhere. We're everywhere. Tell your Alexa speaker to play us because I think we're on there too. I think oh, I really? did that right. Uh, yeah, I uh, think so. I nice. think so. So, um, yeah, way the government can wiretap you listening to us with your Alexa speaker. And uh, for someone once again, anyone has anything wants to talk about, top three suggestions, anything like that, shoot it over to us on Twitter and uh, we'll do it as soon as we can. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Thank Later, you. guys.